Hanley Armagh, Caroline O'Hanlon, the right person in the right team. Only for point number 10. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. We're uh, having our review show today, and there's only one game to review as it was Cross McGlenn and Clan Yale on Sunday in the opening round of the Armagh Senior Championship. Barry O'Hagan's joined me once again, and we're looking back at Cross McGlenn's two-point victory. Um, Barry, I suppose to start, many people wouldn't have predicted the game was going to be so close and so tight at the end of the game. Clan Yale can be happy with, with what they produced yesterday. They were ahead by two at half-time. They made cross work for a lot of um, what, the, what they earned. Uh, what was the perspective coming away for Clonagale, Clon, uh, sorry, Clonagale, man? Uh, coming away, coming away from the game, Sean, the initial reaction from myself, many supporters, was a bit of disappointment. Certainly waking up today, a bit disappointed. I felt we probably left it behind us yesterday. Um, immensely proud of the fellas and the management team and, you know, what they've done in a short space of time. They emerged, Joe Lavery and, and Ron Hamill, you know, took over three years ago and they've completely changed the culture within the senior setup. So I think it shows you how far on they brought us within three years. We're disappointed playing cross in the senior championship, having not come away with a victory, you know. But looking back this time last week or two weeks ago, you'd have probably content, been content that we gave a good account of ourselves. But when we were well in the game, and I know they did push out a wee bit, um, the five or six points in front, but when they did kick on as expected in the, in the third quarter. But I think we would have been closer if we had took our chances, more of our chances in the first half and a couple of frees in the second half. So, you know, yeah, extremely proud of the fellas um, and really looking forward to next season again. Um, I think there's a lot, of, lot to work with. Um, we physically competed really well. We didn't stand off cross. Um, blooded a couple of young lads. You know, Lennox, obviously, in his second season, had a great game, Michael McConville. Come on, Matthew Lennon, you know, so be pleased enough for progress this year. Um, but I think the one overriding emotion for myself is is disappointment. We we probably could have won the game. Not saying we were the be- overall the better team. It was 50-50. I think Cross is no how just probably got them over the line. I think marginally Cross McGlenn were probably the better team, particularly in that third quarter. And they seemed to pin Clan Gale in on their own kickouts for a long period. Um, it was probably that's that third quarter that won them the game, Barry. Um, maybe just into the fourth quarter, just after the water break, I think they'd, they'd stretch their lead to, to five or six. Um, and at that stage, the game, I felt the game was over. I didn't see how um, Clannagale were going to get back into it. Then bang, they get a goal. And now Kian comes on and flicks the ball into the net. We'll talk about that second goal, Barry, because there's so much to talk about with it. Um the ball is played in on the ground and Matthew Lennon plays a lo- lovely wee soccer flick. Maybe he's a soccer player, I'm not sure. I know he was a county minor a couple of years ago. Soupy uh, chips it up and throws it across and McCallan's there waiting to palm it into the net. And sort of all hell breaks loose at that stage. It was such a nervy finish then. I know Cross were still one point up when the goal went in, but 
you just got that feeling that anything could happen in the last two or three minutes then after that goal. Yeah, Sean, a couple, a couple of things in that. One of the, one of the things that uh, we talked about last week was after the goal when we were point down, I think us not, be, not being able to play Division 1B football probably went against us then when the game was in the melting pot, maybe a minute left, there was a point in it. We needed we had the ball twice and we just probably didn't show the composure we needed. I think we kicked one over the sideline and gave a, a 50-50 ball. And I know young Nile could have could have got a mark on it, but you know, that we bit of composure if we'd have been playing one big and better opposition all year, maybe in games when they're tight, we would have learned a wee bit more. So I think looking back that that went against us after we got the goal. Um and hopefully with a full season and one B next season. You know, we'll be we'll be better prepared for sitting like that. The second thing stood out for me maybe five years ago, four years ago, if we had won five or six points down, even playing intermediate division three or whatever it is, the team would have quit. So I think I'll let you, you know, you have to hand it to the fellas. They came right back into the game, and uh, you know, as I said earlier, Damer, Joe, and Ronan have changed the culture in the dressing room uh, big time. You know, and the lads just never gave up. So, but as for the goal itself. Fantastic piece of skill from Matty Lennon, you know, just in making his championship debut again cross. He's only turned 18, the lad. And then, well, look, Stefan's piece of skill was sublime, but we expect Stefan, I've seen Stefan doing that since he was 14 or 15 years of age. You know, uh, you just expect Stefan to be able to do that. That's just par for the course. He's he's just that talented, but brilliant goal. And as I say, just that wee bit of composure then when we won the next couple of balls, just let us down to bring the game the extra time, you know, so uh, that's probably why we're we're coming away from the ground disappointed. Marty Lennon, I think that was his first touch ever in senior championship football. Um, it, it, it obviously was his first touch ever in senior championship football. It was a lovely wee pass to set through Super. As you say, we expect that from, from Stefan Campbell and his goal in the first half showed everything sort of that Stefan can do. It showed the, um, the work that he can do out the field. But the touch of class he has once he goes inside, because he he won the ball, he got the turnover. I think it was Stephen Morris he took the ball off. Um, Clonagill worked the ball up the field and eventually it finds its way back to Campbell and he sticks it in the net. In the net and suddenly clans are two up at half time. Yeah, yeah, no first half probably first quarter was cagey enough as as expected, but we we're four three down, but we were well in the game, pretty even. They they got a couple of scores handier than us. We seem to have to work harder for scores but then that second quarter we really really played well and as I say only for a few sloppy hand passes here there a couple of balls we kicked in when it was Stefan again three cross men you know but we should have held on to it it was one on one or even they had only two men to beat you know I think we possibly should have been going up three or four points um, ahead at half time I think that would have been a fair reflection of the scores and then even if cross, which we knew they would hit their purple patch, they wouldn't have went six up, they maybe don't even two up. So it would have been a very different game. And I know Damer and the lads have been preaching to them about when we are on top, make make, you know, best use of the possession when you have it. And I suppose again back to the one B thing, when you're playing a higher grade of football, we learn to be more economical with the ball and tidy up the sloppy hand passes and the bad possessions that we had, you know, you can get away with that in Division 2A and, and to me the football, you can't get away and senior particularly again cross. So, look, something to build on. Um, but, you know, next season's a long way away too. You know, we probably wish that there were still some sort of back door in the championship the way it was because I think we would grow um, greatly from that game and, and gain a lot of confidence from it. I think Cross McGlynn, Barry, we're talking about that third quarter and um, even into the fourth quarter, 
they had such a strong bench to bring in. Like you had Ashin O'Neill, Callum Comiskey, and Tony Kiernan all come on. Um, like there's not many teams in Armagh can match that bench. And when you have them boys coming on to lad till what Rain O'Neill and Kian McConville were already doing, um, you have to pay massive compliments for Clondagale for being being in it at the end. Yeah, and I think we Damard uh, used a lot of his bench as well. He used young Maddie and Michael, who are very inexperienced at that level. He brought a couple of other. He brought Ronan Austin on. You know, Ronan has been struggling with injuries this year. Actually played really well. Was probably having one of his better seasons in recent years. Um, and he, he hurt his hamstring a lot of weeks ago, so probably wasn't able to contribute the way he'd like. But the way Ronan was playing early in the season, if we had had him able to bring him on or start him, he would have certainly added to us. You know, and uh, I don't know whether Ronan's gonna going to buy out or not and um, but what a great servant the clan of Yale one of our you know we haven't had many midfielders over the years over the decades in Ronan he was just really unfortunate he came in at the tail end of a good team and he's probably retiring I'm not I'm not retiring online but you know he's probably close to retiring um, on the verge of clan of Yale having another good team but what, what a servant for clan of Yale and you know if what I had Ronan if what I had Ronan at his peak playing around the middle of the field yesterday you know we would have had We'd, uh, we'd probably get over the line as well. So um, just unfortunate they seem to have a better bench. We, we have young lads in the bench, just not ready. We have Arne McCraner, only back from America. So Damer didn't have a wide lot of options. Game changers as such, Cross McGlenn had three county footballers to bring on, which you know makes a huge, huge difference. I suppose you're talking about the, the youth for Clan Gale and we've spoke about that before, about the underage structures and the, the county minors that they've had in recent years. I want to talk about Lennox Kamara and Michael Tolan. Um, I thought they were a joy to watch by, particularly in the first half. They caused cross playing serious issues. Um, there was at one time, I think it was Stefan Campbell was hitting a free kick. and I, wa- I just watched inside for Michael Tolan and he made three runs before making his run and he got out in front and won the ball and, and put it over the bar. And Lennox um, is a college uh, all-star at full back. He played in the forwards yesterday. I thought he was a defender. He played in the forwards and they claimed two marks, and them two really, they were causing trouble inside for uh, for Cross McGlynn whenever Supi come out. Yeah, young young Michael Toland is, uh, oh, uh, you know, I, I've seen plenty of fast players in my life, and uh, he's up there at the top of the list. Michael, he's a young brother, actually, who's in the county minors this year, who's another flying machine, and he has another brother who's Ulster elite boxing champion, and he's as fast with his fists as those boys are um, with his feet, but Young Michael didn't, you know, he didn't uh, set the world on fire at underage, but he's a real example to somebody working hard at your game. You know, Damard would tell me, you know, great young fella, you know, he, he does everything that's asked of him, be it training, games. Sometimes it's not going so well. There's no tantrums out of him if he's taken off. He He's back down, the hardest trainer there. And he's somebody I've watched this last three or four years, and he's just worked so much on his game. He was always very fast, very fit. He... He's very much in his training, and uh, but he has got very, very uh, much more smart as a footballer. Makes very intelligent runs, and I just think he's going to get better and better. He's actually he's actually a nephew of Stephen Campbell, so uh, you know there, there's there's football in the family as well, you know, and and John Campbell, who I played with, who was another super super footballer. Um, so he's a bit of pedigree there, and uh, willing to learn, willing to do whatever he has to the team. And he had a great game yesterday, and I think. The more he gets experience at senior level, you know, he'll be a very, very good asset for us. Lennox, you know, 
Lennox probably run out of steam a bit in the second half. He's young. I don't think he turns 19 the next week or something. So, you know, he, he's very young, but a Rolls Royce of a footballer. Could never understand. People playing him full back. He's a, he's a midfielder, a half forward. He'll end up as a midfielder, but just takes everything in his stride. He's so laid back. He's so athletic. Great hands. Six foot three. He can run. Can kick points. You know, he's everything. He, the world's his oyster, you know, in terms of Gaelic football ability. And, uh, I've no doubt county management would have been looking at him yesterday and looking at potential. Somebody that's only about to turn 19 he has all the attributes to come in and, and uh, be be a great player for our man in the future. And we, we hope that's the case because it'll help us clan Yale. You know, just in another year's time, I would say senior football under his belt, he'd be hard to handle around the middle of the field. He's still a, he's still a child, essentially, but in another year or two, there'll not be many people throwing him off the ball. And putting him inside like that, boy, was there... Was that Dermot maybe did he spot a weakness in the crossing lane full back line because um Farley was number three and I thought he was coming in to sort of solve this this issue that crossing lane seemed to have. We've seen it in the county final last year that you can't get goals against them. They they don't like to play a sweeper and they don't have much height in that full back line. I thought Farley was gonna be the answer to that, but he came out and played midfield and once Kamara went inside. There was chances uh, for for Kamara. They were kicking. Clannagiel was targeting that big long ball into the square. Sometimes, is that a weakness in Cross McLean's game, and maybe something that they're they're going to try to develop over the next few weeks? Uh, well, I suppose we we got the goal from wasn't over a high ball. We, we got a couple of marks. I do, I do think uh, you know if you, if you can catch Cross in the break as was what happened yesterday when when they've time to reset and get men back it is harder you've seen in the second half when they were in front of us and we tried to get the ball into Stefan they had men around him and we kicked a few in high we we did win one or two marks but it didn't seem to be an issue for them but I think when Cross McGlenn are overturned on the other side of the field which we did well a couple of times in the first half and then moved the ball quickly I do think when they're left in there two on two there is a bit of a vulnerability but no doubt they'll have done their homework on that and they'll improve for the next game and the next game after that, you know, but certainly teams will try and exploit them on the break and try and get good early high ball into them. We, you know, Lennox, young Lennox does that even when he plays underage. Um, our under-19 manager, Michael Austin, would do that when he plays midfield for us. We were playing Clan Aaron the other week. He was dominating around the middle, but we threw him in the full forward and we got a couple of goals off him. So that that that's part of his game whether it's to get a wee breather or cause, you know, problems with the opposition. So I've no doubt Damard was working on it uh, during the week, but particularly on the break, when Cross don't have as many men back, they probably are vulnerable, but most teams would be if you get good quality ball in. And Barry Cross give you them one-on-ones inside, don't they? Um, I know early on it looked like Paul Hughes was going to be the set sweeper. Um, Arne Kiernan spent time as an extra man back there, but... The majority of the time, once Clannagale did turn up all over, there were so many opportunities for one-on-ones or two-on-twos inside. There was, and that, that's probably the one disappointing thing from the game from us. When we did get up the pits playing good football, there was a stray hand pass or a bad kick pass or somebody not coming off the shoulder quick enough, you know, that just maybe we left three or four points behind us if we had went a wee bit slicker. When we had two-on-twos and three-on-threes, we could have got more scores, and particularly in that first half, and a couple of freezes, as I said, in the second half, we probably left five or six points behind us. So that's that's where the disappointment's coming from today. But yeah, certainly, you know, Cross are quite happy to go man on man at the back when there's a turnover. And we, we were happy. We As I say, we have good, big physical men. We have speedy men like 
like Michael inside that can that can win their own ball as well. So that was one of the big pleasing things for us uh, as a as a team yesterday. And defensively, I'm sure Dermot Margins coming away happy too. Or you know, 19 points. That's what Cross and Glen tend to do. They won't panic and start aiming for goals. They'll keep chipping away at the scoreboard and um, putting over the points. But not to concede a goal against Cross and um, is a big thing for Clannagall, I'm sure. Sean Farn, he was uh, going to be the plus one. And they did get men back at times. Clannagall, there was uh, often maybe 13 men back there protecting the goals. And Cross and I suppose it was a, a fairly young and inexperienced forward line. Um, you had young um, Rowan Fitzpatrick, Patsy Finnegan and Owen Kieran all starting in that forward line. But that's that's a positive coming out for Clannagall as well, that they didn't concede any goals. Yeah, you know, we had talked that before the game, if you would have said, we'd have kept them scoreless for three pointers. I think 19 points is great kicking, you know, Cross McGlenn obviously happy to kick it over the bar when the goal's not on. But I do think maybe two, three, possibly four points of their points came from us being turned over around the middle third or when we were on the attack. So that, Damer, probably looking back, I know you're always going to get turned over and give scores away. If we'd even half that, the two to three points, you know, again, we'd probably been in front of the, when the referee blew his whistle at the end. So keeping the goals out was good. And I'd say if we'd have kept them to 16 points, Damer would have been happy. But a couple of those scores that they got in the breakaway actually came from our mistake. So that's probably one of the disappointing things. But again, it's an experience at that level at that level of physicality, at playing at that senior level again, which we haven't done in many years. So that's all part of the learning curve. We're a young enough team. You know, outside of Sean Michael, Niall Henderson, Stefan, who's only 30, we're all young men under 25 years of age. So, you know, there's plenty of build on going into next season. Clannagill, they're going to be one for the future. And I think we've we've been eyeing them up now the last season or two. We know that this great Clannagill team could be returning now at senior level um, over the next few years. Uh, but they're going for this year, Barry, and that's them out, no backdoor. Um, of course, it's a knockout format this year. Cross McGlenn go on to play Madden now in two weeks' time. And just looking forward to the opening rounds of the Senior Championship, Barry. It's it's an open championship this year. It's not like it used to be where it was just Cross McGlenn against the rest. Sort of, um, There's maybe five or six teams that are eyeing themselves up. And when they, when they witnessed what Clondagiel done yesterday, they could possibly think to themselves, you know, they could have a t- go across and Cross and Mahari are probably the main two in the county at the minute um, based on recent championship successes. And the Harps are up there. Bally McNabb have been to two county finals recently. You have Madden coming up now, winning the Div- uh, Division 1B. There's going to be a couple of teams coming through here that, that feel that they can have a proper crack at this. It's probably the most open championship I can remember since before we won it. When we won it in 93, was probably fairly open. Nobody expected us to win it. Uh, we won it with two or three minors in our team, Damerd, Kevin O'Hagan, people like that. 94, we were probably favourites. We won it again, but it was still fairly open then. Mullabon beat us in 95. Mullabon beat Cross. It was between us, Mullabon and Cross. And that, for a couple of years, it was us, Mullabon and Cross. And then it was Drummond T. And Cross and then Pierce Ogre were floating about and ourselves, but it was always only two to three teams most, and Cross McGlenn won it most years. You know, um, it's probably the most open I can remember in the guts of nearly 30 years. And I do think, look, Cross McGlenn will still take beating. They will, there'll be no team will learn as much, and they will obviously get better. They'll probably be really thankful for a game in the preliminary round. 
they struggled a bit in the league. Obviously, a lot of injuries and all of the rest. So they'll be delighted. We get them through that game yesterday. They'll get better. And the team that beats them, if anybody beats them, will win the title. Macri, obviously, up and down league, but you know they're a good championship team. Very difficult to put back to back. Um, the Harps are flying in the league. I have a wee sneaking feeling they'll have a good kick in them. Drummond T won the league, and you know so you can't discount them. I know they're a young team, and then you Bally McNabb probably sitting looking. You know we've been the second best team behind Cross in recent years, even including Macri, and maybe they'll have another kick in them. You know so the fact that it's knockout. What Tyrone have done this year, sure nobody would have thought in June or July Tyrone were going to win the All Ireland. So you'd be amazed and knock out football. You get on a wee run, the confidence, other team gets injury. So there really are five or six teams. Clan Earn, you know, Clan Earn, um, very unlucky to beat Mahri Nick last year, going well in Division One uh, B. Tiernan and Kelly, Connor Turbot, you know, will take watching any day of the week. They've had great underage success for the last decade. Players and county minor panels coming through, coming through, you know. So, Clan Earn will be worth a watching as well. They just maybe don't have the pedigree and the, the tradition, and that's the one thing that's counted again them. But in recent years, but Kelly and Turbot, those boys don't seem to care about that. You know, they're, they think they're as good as anybody else in the county, which they are. So, they, they'll probably be sitting at this looking going, if Clan Gale can get across McLean to two points, what would we do? You know, they probably think they're. They're a few years ahead in their development. I would have probably thought that up until yesterday, but I've changed my mind. I think we're probably 18 months further ahead than what, what we were. So uh, there's about six teams there, I would say, you know, could win it. But I would I would agree with you. I would still have Cross and Mahri up there as favourites and maybe the Harps, maybe pretty close to them. Yeah, I think they're the, they're the big ones. And of course, it's Harps and Mahri in the first round. So one of the big, uh, big three are going to be gone. Um, straight away Barry thanks very much for coming on um, and we look forward to previewing the intermediate championship that's coming up this weekend along with the junior championship um, they kick off on Friday evening and then the senior championship will take place the following week also make sure to check out this week that we're, our team of the week is back and we have um, people from the Clannagy on Cross game and the ladies action of course our Mark Moogs as well all involved in that. So make sure to keep an eye on it and vote for your player of the week. Barry, once again, thanks very much for coming on. I look forward to talking to you um, in the coming weeks again. Not a ball, Sean. Thanks. Oh, shit.